Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan. Today, we have a great guest to join me here. It's the president of the Air Conditioning Association of New England, better known as ACA New England, Brian Christman. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. Today, we're going to get into a topic that is of great interest to a lot of folks, not only just in ACA New England, but everywhere. And that is the change in the rebate structure in 2019 for Mass CEC and Mass Save. And the big news is that the Mass CEC will be no longer later this year. Can you get into a little bit of detail on that? Mass CEC has run out of money. The program is over March 20th. They announced it the first of the year with respect to contractors who have sold jobs already that have promised uh, rebates. You know, pretty much we have January, February to get these installs in. And, you know, the hard stop is uh, March 20th, right? So January, February, we get get these installs in. And then a couple weeks to get the paperwork in. Paperwork has got to be in by March 20th. They're out of money and they're running out of people. So everybody knows that this this program is ending, their job's ending, you know, uh, be patient with these folks. Don't get caught flat-footed again, that's March 20th. It's a hard stop, as Brian said, but the good news is that's not the end of rebates in the New England area, not the end of being able to get rebates, especially on Mitsubishi equipment. MassSave has stepped in and they're gonna help pick up the rebate program from there. Can you talk about what they're going to be doing and how folks can learn about what the program's gonna entail? That's one thing you know, folks are gonna wanna look at, I mean, if they are gonna miss those deadlines to see what they've promised to the customer and what this new rebate uh, program. It's all gonna be wrapped around uh, integrated controls, okay? Mass Save has their, their save the date out. It's February 5th from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Best Western Royal Plaza Hotel and, and Trade Center on Boston Post Road in Marlboro. So that's an important event that you're not gonna wanna miss. And another event, if folks can't get to that one, is the annual ACA New England Conference. Our Technical Training and Management Conference is February 26, 2019. It's at the Boxborough Regency uh, Hotel and Conference Center in Boxborough, Mass. And MassA will be there. And the, their technical training session will be the mini-split check training and go over uh, the, their integrated controls. Great. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to bring in the first vice president of ACA New England, Chris Morin. And he's going to get a little more into the specifics of what the program will entail going forward in some of these tiered levels that you're going to be able to find rebates at. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate the invitation. I'm really excited to be here today to talk about the changes in the rebates. Really great for business for everybody here in Massachusetts. The rebate structure, as you mentioned, is very different than what we had in the past. Can we just start by going over what some of the tiered levels are with the rebate changes and how those differ from what people are used to at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. So the basic ducted air conditioner rebate has fallen over the years. Right now, if you meet a minimum 16 SEER and 13 EER, then you're eligible for about $50 per ton. So that rebate has continued to fall in favor of heat pump rebates. And that's what continues to expand here in Massachusetts and and even Rhode Island. The Massachusetts program is the only one that's been announced right now. Rhode Island's going to be announced pretty soon. It's supposed to mirror Massachusetts, maybe with different rebate levels. Moving on to heat pumps, the biggest change here versus previous years is the fact that they consider an air source heat pump anything that's not even just including unitary but also all of your ductless right so if it's ducted or mixed that equipment that used to not qualify for rebates because it was in a different part of the ahri database now may qualify for rebate so if it meets the minimum 15 sear 9 hspf then with any fuel a mixed or ducted only air source heat pump qualifies for $350 per ton. So a much higher rebate than you would normally see with a central air conditioner. And it's huge because like you said, that wasn't around before. 
It was in a different part of the HRI database. Now folks can get rebates on mixed jobs that they're putting together, and that only helps sell. The right. rebates the rebates are such a great thing as a selling point for the end user, and if they can get a check in their hand, it's only going to help you go into the house and make a sale. Oh, absolutely. And not just the rebate amount, but the fact that if it qualifies for a rebate with MassSave, it also qualifies for 0% financing for seven years, up to $25,000, which is an absolutely huge incentive. Um, typically, because of that financing option, that's what really drives sales, and the equipment that's sold typically has to qualify for rebates. So that's just the basic level. It actually gets a lot better when you start integrating controls and looking at oil or propane accounts. Right, so if you're doing a ducted or mixed ducted heat pump, air source heat pump, that system at the same 15 SEER 9 HSPF, if you use integrated controls to switch over your heat pump to your conventional supplemental heat now, which is using, in this case, oil or, or propane, then it would qualify for $1,000 per ton. So now we're talking about a large sum of money that is very hard to compete with if your system doesn't qualify for a rebate, right? The one thing you want to take note here, though, is that large sum of money cannot be financed through the 0% financing. So the customer is either going to have to come up with that difference or use some other financing option in combination with the 0% mass safe financing. Is there a minimum or maximum requirement for these rebates? MassSave has, has not published a number yet. I've heard anything from 8 ton to 10 ton as the maximum. But I mean, let's be honest, if you're installing 10 tons of heat pump in a house, that's a very big house, probably not a house at that point. They're probably not going to be worried about the rebates on it if you're putting 10 tons worth of heat pumps in. That's quite possible. That's quite possible. Chris, there's also options for ductless rebates as well. What are those rebate levels and what can people expect to see with them? Yeah, so that's a big change compared to previous years. The way they're doing it this year is it's going to be paid out per ton of air conditioning, right? So what it actually gives you for equipment performance in air conditioning. So as an example, just because a 30,000 BTU system, it's what it says it on the unit, it might run at 28, right? So you're going to get paid a different number than just multiplying these numbers out. So the standard rebate for a ductless unit is $150 per ton now, if it qualifies. It needs to be 15 SEER and 10 HSPF, which is a little bit higher than our mixed and ducted options. Also, it needs to be listed on the NEEP website, which is the Northeast Energy Efficiency Partnership. And it's a pay-to-play option here. So the manufacturers have to pay NEEP in order to rate this as a cold climate heat pump. And that minimum standard to be a cold climate heat pump needs to see at least a 1.75 COP at 5 degrees. So COP is, it stands for coefficient of performance. And it's a way to figure out how much heat you're getting for every dollar you're putting in. So as an example, electric resistance has a COP of 1, 1.0. That means you put a dollar in, you get a dollar's worth of heat out. It's 100% efficient. COP of a high efficient furnace might be 0.97, 97% efficient. And as you get less efficient, you get a lower COP. What's great about ductless units is the average COP here in our zone in Massachusetts, which is zone four, for the season averages out to 3.71 COP. So 371% efficient. As long as it has at least a 1.75 at five degrees, and it meets those minimum SEER and HSPFs being listed on the NEEP website, it qualifies for a rebate here in Massachusetts. With the 3.71 average, you more than likely won't have to worry about being over 1.75. These are very efficient units, so more likely than not, you're never going to have to worry about hitting that. 
Correct. You know, of course, as the temperature gets colder outside, that COP goes down. The least efficient systems see the COP go down faster. So the least efficient systems may not qualify, but most hyperheat models that you usually see out there, all manufacturers have some version of this. You're going to find that most of those single zone and a lot of the smaller multi-zones qualify. One of the things you brought up when you were talking about these different levels was integrated controls and integrating controls in. What is that for folks that might not be up on the latest terms and everything? What are integrated controls? Yeah, sure. So integrated controls will switch over your heat pump automatically to another fuel source, right? So there's a couple different ways to do that, and I'll get into detail here in a second. But really, the way it works is it takes the homeowner out of that equation and making the decision, do I turn over at a certain temperature or if the heat pump's not keeping up, does it turn on supplemental? So do I, it, it takes the homeowner's decision of going over to the thermostat and turning it on for your, let's say, oil boiler or your propane boiler. So what the integrated control will do is, based on outdoor temperature, automatically shut your heat pump off and turn on your supplemental or run them in conjunction, right? So you can do it on outdoor temperature or you could also do it based on indoor temperature. If your heat pump's not keeping up for comfort and you get a certain temperature difference between what you want and what your set point is, right? And what you actually have in the space, then it'll turn on that supplemental heat to make up the difference. So there's two ways it can operate, but really it's about integrating the heat pump with your existing fuel source. With these integrated controls, there are different options. Right now, there are a couple that are published in Qualify. Can we dive into those a little bit and what they are and how we integrate those into our systems in order to hit these rebate levels? Unfortunately for some manufacturers, the, the only ones that qualify for rebates right now is Mitsubishi options. So the first one that Mitsubishi does is the Kumo Cloud and Kumo Station option. And the way this works is there's a wireless adapter that attaches to each indoor unit that Mitsubishi would make. And the Kumo station is what would be hardwired to your boiler loops, right? So that each zone on your boiler or your furnace. So the Kumo station would lock out your furnace above a certain outdoor temperature. It would only run your heat pump. And this is all set up through their Kumo Cloud app, which is a free app to operate. So that can be accessed anywhere in the United States with the US IP address over their mobile devices using Kindle, Mac, iOS, or of course, Google Play. When we look at Kumo Cloud, Kumo Station, I think the biggest concern for folks when they hear integrated controls is the added price onto a system. Not really an expensive option though to add a Kumo Cloud, Kumo Station to a system, is it? Uh, no, definitely not. So the, the cost is actually less than some normal solutions with high-end thermostats, right? So with Kumo Cloud and Kumo Station, you could do easily, as far as the cost to a homeowner, for to do four zones and integrate this with a Kumo Station, I think what you're gonna find is it's very easy to set up this Kumo Station option in Kumo Cloud, and the guys are gonna get a lot better at it and cut that time down, and it's gonna be way more cost competitive. But the rebate's gonna more than offset that on, let's say, that four zone system. So, you know, when you're getting, let's say, $1,000 per ton, that four zone system is probably at least three tons. It's, it's probably covering almost the entire cost of the integrated controls, never mind the actual savings from the fuel for that other system. And another option that Mitsubishi has that qualifies currently is their thermostat interface. Can Correct. we discuss what that is and how that'll help? Yeah, so the thermostat interface is a good option, particularly if it's for ducted mixed mixed equipment, because you're going to have to hardwire a thermostat that is field provided, that's a unitary solution, into that thermostat interface. That thermostat interface plugs into the Mitsubishi system, and you would hardwire that th to heat to cool 
obviously if you're going to run supplemental it would be three heat in order to turn on that supplemental heat that hardwires into our thermostat interface so if you're going to put this on a lot of wall mounts it's going to be hard to locate all these things you also need 24 volts using a transformer to power that thermostat because these ductless units don't have 24 volts on board like a, a train or american standard system would have you mentioned the requirements being the 24 volts going back to the kumo cloud kumo station what are some of the requirements you need in a home in order to run that yeah so great question so in order to run that you're going to have to have a wireless internet connection without that internet connection you won't be able to set up kumo cloud and kumo station so that's the first piece the other piece is the network capability. You have to be able to run that Kumo Cloud on 2.4 gigahertz, which is the frequency, not the normal 5.6 higher frequency that everybody's running, uh, let's say streaming their Netflix on. So, you know, as a HVAC contractor, you're gonna wanna make sure that these connect to that lower frequency. You don't want it to, to drag down their streaming. And uh, most homeowners are, are not keen on putting everything on to 2.4. So look for those dual band networks. Make sure you're connecting it to the right one. If they don't have a good signal, maybe even creating your own mesh network in the home might help. There are a lot of manufacturers that make these easy to install pods that would take a, the place of that internet connection as far as the wireless router goes. And what are these compatible with? What units can folks use to get this compatibility with Kumo Cloud, Kumo Station? in thermostat interface. Yeah, so those are only Mitsubishi options. So you're looking at Mitsubishi's systems that qualify for rebates. They have to meet the minimum SEER HSPF. But the great thing about Mitsubishi is the universal capability of their controls, right? So that can plug into any of their indoor units. So if it qualifies for a rebate, you can use these Kumo Cloud and Kumo Station options. Chris, if folks are using integrated controls with ductless systems, they can get even higher rebates and even better levels of rebate. Can you discuss that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. What you're gonna find is the rebate jumps up drastically with ductless because there's way more savings, right? Versus our ducted units. So mass save, integrating controls with oil and propane on those ductless models that qualify for rebates, you'll actually get $1,600 per ton. So now we're talking about some significant amounts of money that could really impact the sales decision inside the home. So of course, it's the same integrated controls that you would use on the ducted units. Just remember, if you're gonna use some sort of wired option, you're gonna have a tough time locating all of this with wall mount systems or ceiling cassettes. Of course, uh, it's a little easier with the wired options on the ducted and the mixed options. With ductless, I think you're gonna find the Kumo Cloud is probably the option you're gonna to steer towards. And you can still get rebates even if you don't use integrated controls. If you're replacing electric heat, folks can get rebates on that as well, correct? Absolutely. So the same standard replies has to be NEEP listed, 10 HSPF, 15 CR, 1.75 COP. But the key here is if they're using electric heat resistance, they have to actually show they're using it to heat their house, not just to have an electric bill, right? So the highest three months of the year should have a 900 kWh difference for those three months versus the lowest three months of the year. And with that rebate, it's $1,000 per ton, no integrated controls needed. So remember, you're just displacing this. You don't have to rip those heating systems out, including the electric resistance heat. It just has to be displacing that, that heat usage and using heat pumps instead. Chris, if contractors out there have any questions, what's the best route for them to take to figure out these different rebate levels, what rebates they can get, what they qualify for, and then more about Kumo Cloud, Kumo Station, and all that stuff as well? Yeah, so... I highly recommend they first start reaching out to their SG Taurus territory manager. They most likely have an answer for you right out the start. If they can't answer it, they'll reach out to Mitsubishi directly. We have con constant talk contact with them. So 
of course, if I can't answer your question right out, out of the gate, there's a lot of training resources that you can even watch or get into on your own time. With Mitsubishi, of course, all of this is listed on mylinkdrive.com. I'm sure everybody out there has been to that website, as well as the YouTube channel that we have, which is Mitsubishi HVAC. It's all one word. And under tech tips, you'll find countless videos regarding Kumo Cloud installation setup, Kumo Cloud initial settings, how to transfer ownership, as well as some consumer facing videos. So that way they don't get a hold of those, right? So we want to make sure Absolutely. we don't we don't share those setup initial settings with them. We want them to understand the reason for installing these controls, not necessarily how to make all those changes. And between our territory managers, the folks at Mitsubishi, the folks at ACA New England, we should be able to help you. We have the resources to be able to help. And really, it's great to know that when one system's going away in terms of the Mass CEC, that Mass Save is stepping up and almost making this rebate system a better option for folks going forward. On that note, until March 20th, you're able to use both programs. So I hope business really picks up in the first quarter. And I really think it's a home run for, for Mitsubishi, uh, SG Taurus, and all brands with Duckless. There should be no reason why a HVAC company is not selling Duckless in Massachusetts at this point. Absolutely. And being able to kind of double dip, have, have a hand in each cookie jar is really going to help. These rebates, like we said throughout the podcast, these rebates help when you go into a home to differentiate you from somebody who might not be selling and might not be able to get these rebate levels. Yeah, what's amazing to me is there's a lot of contractors out there that don't want to do the paperwork and help with this process. The ones that do the paperwork charge for it and they get the sale. You know, somebody's looking for that that all-encompassing experience. As long as you're handling all of that for them, trust me, they're willing to pay more. Don't leave money on the table. So that's an easy way to then start growing your business and start growing the, the parts of your business that you're actually making the most profitable. Great. Well, thank you, Chris. And, and both Chris and Brian are great resources to have here in the New England area, working with ACA New England. And our territory managers work with them frequently. So talk to your TMs. They'll talk to Chris, to Brian, or anyone on the ACA New England board. And they can get you the information here on these mass save rebates going forward. And don't forget, March 20th, hard stop on the Mass CEC program. Make sure all your paperwork is in. If it's not going to get in, start talking with your territory manager about working on these mass save rebates. Want to again thank Chris and Brian for coming on. Want to thank everyone for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Talk. And of course, you can hear all of our podcasts on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcast. Want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.